Thank you for tuning into our Restore Tech podcast, where we answer questions from you about anything related to church tech. If you have any questions you want answered on the show, text us at 831-244-0333 or email them to staff at restoreconference.com. All right, thanks for tuning in to the Restore Tech podcast today. I am here with two of our worship leaders. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves, but I'm pretty sure people know who you are. Me first. Hey, everybody. My name is Riley, um, good friend of Bernard's, longtime listener to the podcast. Uh, great big fan here. Uh, Long time listener, first time guest. <laughs> exactly. I've been leading worship here at Calvary Monterey for about, I'd say about 13 years. Um, kind of on and off and a little more seriously over the past uh, about 10 years. Yeah, and I'm Brenton and I'm the worship pastor and creative director here at Calvary Monterey and started leading worship when I was a little teenager back in 2000 in Northwest Ohio. And uh, I've been here at Calvary Monterey for almost seven years now. Your voice must have changed a lot since then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Picked way different songs. Do you yeah. have any sound bites from those beginning years? Maybe a few. None that you can hear, though. <laughs> That'd be a fun, like, a 10-year, like, Brenton over the years thing. I would love to hear that. Oh, oh no, man. we can keep those in the past. That's okay. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I have you guys on here today to just talk about the relationship between a tech team and a worship team. Mm-hmm. You know, um, through this podcast, I've just been trying to speak to different Uh, tech team members and volunteers about kind of the different struggles or different things that a tech team person would uh, go with serving in the church. And one of the things that I thought of and how to bring you guys in the conversation is that relationship between a worship team and a tech team. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we have names for each of them. You know, it is all part of like the worship arts kind of ministry, but we do different things, but they're all the kind of reach the same people or have the same end goal in mind. Um, so kind of a question I had for you guys in your experience is what have you guys noticed of a tech team that is actually helpful for you guys, not just as like the worship leader, but also if you've seen any interactions with like your other volunteers, like as a mm. worship team. So Brenton, why don't you go first? Yeah, sure. So, man, I mean, I honestly, I think... <laughs> I'm just so thankful for for everyone that participates in a tech team. I know mm-hmm. it requires like a pretty high level of technical skill and knowledge. Um, some people have had that training. Some people have to get a lot of training even just to start on a tech team. And then as the weeks come and go, it's not a real you know visible or high profile spot. Um, probably not getting a lot of feedback or praise mm-hmm. or thanks. So, you know, I'm, I'm just so thankful for, for anybody that's serving in a tech team. But, you know, some of my, you know, best experiences with tech team volunteers, I guess in a word is, is people who are, who are proactive as they're doing it. So, um, you know, like a sound guy that's mixing, but then, you know, chimes in and says, Hey, I'm hearing a, a buzz. What, you know, who is that? What, what instrument is that? Or, um, Hey, it sounds like, 
Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing in this way. Is, is that what you're looking for? Or would you prefer this? Or, you know, where, where are all the channels patched? Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a few examples, but it's just really nice to have that high level of engagement and participation and investment, um, from a volunteer because it, it helps me feel like, you know, because worship leaders, um, you know, we're just thinking about a a lot, honestly, mm-hmm. like a lot. And so, you know, we're trying to plan the whole service and coordinate the team. But usually for most local church worship leaders, we're also over the tech team in some way. We're also trying mm-hmm. to get set them up for success. So it is a lot to think about. And I know for me, like I just forget stuff sometimes. I'm not aware of things. So having a volunteer that's proactive and moving forward is really great. I mean, that could go for like a, a lyrics operator as well. You know, they might say, hey, I noticed you saying this. Um it's not set up in the lyrics like that. Is are you plan on doing that? Do you mm-hmm. want me to add that? Because I might have just totally forgot that I had done something different and would have mm-hmm. forgotten to instruct them to change it. So, yeah, that's maybe just one thing. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. That's good. Yeah, I think I, I love that word proactive. I was kind of thinking that too. And maybe a word to kind of bounce off of that is I think um, tech volunteers and worship volunteers who are hospitable to each other. I remember when, um, when I first started serving at the church, I actually helped out in a tech position. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a sound guy. I was doing lyrics. I was doing lights. I loved doing all that stuff. But um, I remember one of the ways I could really connect with the worship team was like before service or before uh, band practice, just going up to the stage and saying what's up to the worship leader, to the team. I remember um, I would... Be like, hey, you guys need like some water or anything or cough drops. Um, Put massages. No, I say, I was like, <laughs> I don't. I'm not trying to tell anybody to do that kind of stuff to earn somebody's like favor or something. But it was just something I was like, you know, I'm a part of this team. I want, uh, I want them to know I'm invested in this, and I want to just like show the love of Christ to this team, in in a way I know how to. And that's just mm-hmm. to kind of like be personable and relatable. And I think that. Worship team members can do the same thing mm-hmm. for um, tech volunteers too. I, we have a here at Calvary. We have our video rooms kind of upstairs. Honestly, it's pretty isolated from like the rest of the church yeah. during a Sunday. And I just love coming up here on a Sunday and seeing our video operators and getting to talk to them, say what's up, make sure they're doing good. And um, you know, I think that's just a way we can kind of continually have fellowship with one another. And then I would just say, just as a little side note, I love seeing worship leaders, worship team members and tech volunteers who are just hospitable to the church as well, who Mm -hmm. stay after service, who don't bounce out right away, who say hi to people are just like considerate of like the church being here and take on like more of like a really like a leadership role, like being like a tone setter Mm -hmm. for the church. So those are a couple of thoughts I guess I have just about building some of that connection between the teams and with the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really good. Cause that's, we're all usually at the church for the most part of the time. We're all in the sanctuary mm-hmm. kind of seeing the people come in and come out, especially with tech team volunteers. If there's not a lot of them, usually it's every week they're there. People know who they Absolutely. are and it is, we, we joke in the tech booth sometimes. Um, to give you a little insight of like, what happens in the booth stays, stays in, the in the booth, booth. <laughs> um, of like, you know, it'd be until so- it's broadcasted yeah, it's- on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys. I'm out with us. Um, of having like a totally enclosed, like front of house sound booth 
Mm. Um, they're like, no one can see inside. Yeah. Just kind of close and like, we can just do our thing. No one can see us. No right. one can yell at us and something goes wrong and everything would be great. But that's a very um, negative kind of mindset to mm. have of it being like, okay, this is where I think kind of like what we work on as a staff as well. It's like, this is my like box. This is my silo. Mm-hmm. You know, as the sound guy, he's like, well, I'm just here to receive the sound and I do with it what I can. And I have no real say when it comes to like the band members or like what's actually happening on the stage. Same thing with like the lyrics person being like, well, I'm just clicking through. I'm literally just clicking one button hmm. for like 15 minutes. Like, why is that important? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it really is, like you said, a leadership role that you take 100%. Um, a part of the church. And when we can all kind of get behind that and work together, I think that's where the best um, best services can happen. Yeah. When, um, Like you said, when the worship leader doesn't have to be thinking about every single aspect all the time that you can have volunteers that you can trust to yeah. take some of that burden on so that your brain space is more open to do other mm. things mm-hmm. think about other stuff. Yeah. And I mean, just to add to that, something you said, this is a little bit different than your question, but I think one thing that unites a tech team and a music team is maybe just, you know, for tech team volunteers to realize, you know, we, we have more in common than maybe you think, or maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you feel yeah. like, you know, so, um, I know like, you know, a sound guy has a tough job because if the sounds off or weird, you know, they do get the finger gets pointed at them. Something's muted. Or, um, if someone feels like it's too loud, they might, you know, like our, at our church, the, the sound guy is literally like, like arms length away from the entry doors of the <laughs> sanctuary. I mean, they're like right there. Like anyone can walk by yeah. them. Yeah. And, um, but what's maybe if, if you're a tech volunteer and you listen to this, you might not know, but you know, worship leaders and worship volunteers um, actually also, you know, get a lot of uh, f- feedback to use a courteous word too, <laughs> you know, and uh, and so it, it it kind of involves everybody, and and we're all trying to serve the Lord as best we can together, and you know, for music team volunteers or worship team volunteers, you know, there were days that are they're tough and are challenging mm-hmm. for us for us as well, and just as you might arrive on a given day and maybe not be in, you know, in the best headspace Mm -hmm. to serve during that day. So we're just all human. And I think just realizing that and just say, man, we've all got kind of good days and bad days. And, um, you know, we're all kind of bearing the brunt of this responsibility together. I think is a really unifying thing to know. Mm -hmm. Oh, amen. Definitely. Yeah, that's good. And that kind of bleeds into kind of the next question about, um, not saying that a, a worship volunteer can't feel connected with like the whole team, but, I, I have heard some stuff of like, you know, tech team members or volunteers kind of feeling pretty isolated that it's like kind of what you said with some of the guys who are up in our video room, like mm-hmm. you just come up here, you don't see anyone, you literally don't talk to anyone because you're looking at a screen, then you walk out and you go home. And so is how how would you guys coming from like a worship leader standpoint encourage maybe those tech volunteers that you see kind of being on the outs or getting to the point of burnout where they like don't mm. have that, that kind of mindset of like the two teams working together. Mm. Yeah. I'll, you know, I just, um, I mean, if somebody's listening to this right now and they're a tech volunteer, um, and they are feeling kind of burnt out, um, I'm just, I'm sorry about that. I know how that goes. And sometimes, you know, you just, you serve day in, day out, you, um, 
kind of throw your energy into that. And sometimes it does kind of feel like maybe the appreciation isn't there, um, whatever that might feel. So I just want to encourage you that as a tech team volunteer, you're not just an operator. Like the Lord has gifted you with special gifts and talents and skills. Um, and you're a part of the church family, like team aside, like you're in the church family, like mm -hmm. you're, you're a hand, you're an arm, you're an eye, you're a foot in this body of Christ. And so made us remember personally first, before you even step into your role on a Sunday or Wednesday night, whatever time you serve, that your service is flowing out of this place of knowing I'm, I'm a child of God. I'm in the family. I'm not here just to give a talent or push a button. Like that's maybe like my function right now, but I am actually before that, like I'm a child of God. Like I'm here for the, for the church. So maybe like to remember that first. Um, and I would just say like that word proactive is just so good. I think, I think that volunteers who are proactive in embracing the vision that the church has volunteers who are proactive to develop relationships with people, even if they don't receive that from the rest of the team, but if they are the ones to initiate that a lot of times, there's just a lot of life that happens. And I think mm -hmm. the spirit really meets people as they step out in faith and into kind of like vulnerable positions. Um, and I don't think that most team members of a church really think about that all that often. At least I know I didn't, when I was a tech team volunteer, I was like, I'm just showing up. I'm just doing sound. I'm just going to leave. I didn't really feel like very invested. It wasn't until later on in my life when I really developed like a really personal relationship with the Lord that I realized that my service kind of, it springs out like personal worship to mm -hmm. the Lord, if that makes sense. So, um, I would just encourage somebody who's maybe feeling burnt out, um, just like take some time with the Lord and just, maybe it sounds cheesy or cliche, but like be real vulnerable with the Lord, ask the Lord to like really meet you where you're at, confess those kind of things that are weighing you down and allow him to really be your strength. And from that position, just like come to church and just like bless your team, pour yourself out a bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm getting kind of wordy now, so I'll just pass it over to you, but so those good. are kind of my thoughts. Preaching. First. Yeah. Let's go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, you know, something that, that you said um, was kind of exactly what I was thinking when when I heard that question. And, you know, there's a lot that I could say towards worship leaders to, to mm -hmm. you know, really support a tech team and say, hey, you know, because I think it is the responsibility, whether it's a worship leader or a creative director or maybe even a tech director, whoever's kind of in charge of that team um, really, the responsibility, and if that's you today, you know, it's it's really your responsibility to mm -hmm. to reach out and connect people and really communicate the why behind what we're doing and help people have a vision or, of why, you know, like Bernard said, hitting that one button over and over <laughs> really is important and yeah. really, you know, you'd really miss it if you didn't have it, you know. And so, but uh, for just the tech team volunteer, yeah, I think that, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was, um, you know, maybe like share that with your worship leader or someone, you know, and that kind of comes back to the idea of being proactive is, um, you know, maybe step out and just say, Hey, you know, um, I just, you know, I come and go and I, I honestly, I don't feel real connected. Like, 
would it be possible to, you know, pray together before service begins or maybe have a little time where we can connect and kind of cast the vision for the service ahead or, um, you know, but maybe let your worship leader know about that. That could be good. And then, you know, what I communicate with all of our music team volunteers is, you know, you are, like you were saying, Riley, you are a part of our church family. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things you do as as a part of the church family is serve, um, but you know, I'm. I really want to see you in a small group mm-hmm. that's meeting in a home throughout the week. I really want to see you uh, here on sun. You know, on sun for Sunday services on weeks that you're not serving. It don't have to be here, but you're here. Uh, I love for you to be like you're saying, Riley. Again, uh, hanging out after service, just chatting with people, connecting with people, building relationships. Um, you know, that's really. Uh, those are all components of being a part of a church family and serving in a church. Is just another one of those components, and mm-hmm. I think what can happen, especially in a tech team role that is very behind the scenes. You know, it's not like you're a a, a kids ministry teacher where you're you know you're you're hanging out with all these kids and their parents. You know, it's not like you're a uh, you know a music team member where you're up on the platform. You know, it's not like you're a a greeter where you're seeing literally every person that comes through the doors. You know, so the truth is, you are going to have to work a little harder to get that connection because you you know it's possible to really trend toward isolation mm-hmm. um but to say like hey i'm gonna you know my my i have to be here at nine for my job but i'm gonna get here at eight forty-five, and i'm gonna you know say hey to somebody and grab some coffee i'm gonna do my job but then i'm gonna you know stick around uh, afterwards for a little bit i'm gonna make sure i'm here next week even though i'm not on the schedule i'm gonna come and mm-hmm. you know so so just viewing your uh, you know i think the temptation is to say uh, my my part of the body is I'm the lyrics operator, you know, yeah. or uh, my part is I'm the sound guy or the sound girl. Um, but, you know, the truth is you are so much more than that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're a part mm-hmm. of the church family. You, there's so much more for you to contribute. And there's, and honestly, there's so much more for you to receive mm-hmm. as well. And if, and, but, but it is gonna, it does come down to you and being prepared to, you know, take that step and step out in that a little bit. Definitely. And <clears throat> coming from the, kind of what you're saying, the tech director role of, you know, I'm interfacing with our tech volunteers on a regular basis, but I still have you and Riley both as also touch points for people because Riley's in our second sanctuary a lot of the time and Brenton is a lot of time in our other sanctuary, but you guys flip-flop, so you guys Mm -hmm. see. And we have a decent amount of cross between the volunteers um, for the tech team, so they know both of you guys, and I know they feel encouraged by you guys as well when you talk to them during the service or let mm-hmm. them know when something's going on. Um, but what you guys were saying about being proactive is I know the stigma of a tech team member is that gawky, introverted mm. person who doesn't want to talk to people. So they think, well, if I just serve here, like I won't have to talk to anyone. And yeah, it's good mm. that there's a place in the church that you can serve, but I would encourage that person that if you're listening to not, make that excuse come on not be like well that's who i am like Mm -hmm. that's the reason i got started so no one would know who i am no one sees what i do and it's good that you're humble but you also need to be careful and you need to be healthy and i've had i've had tech team members who have served and served and then suddenly they're like you know what no like i'm done without without a say or a reason why and you can't help but feel like what what was the reason behind that? Like they were faithful, they were here, but it's kind of that thing. They weren't a part of the community or they didn't mm-hmm. feel a part of like the church as a whole. And so 
something that starts, I think, as a genuine heart to serve can sometimes lead to a bad thing. Mm. And that needs to be really taken care of. And um, only with like the Lord and also the body can that be saved. So, Mm. Yeah. yeah, Well said. Carefully humble. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Because you can be bad humble to the point where you'd like put yourself down too much, which isn't good. Cool. Well, thank you guys for taking the time to talk. Yeah, thanks for having us. I hope this blesses uh, anyone who's listening. And if you guys are listening, please let us know on Facebook or whatever your preferred method of online communication is. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you for listening to our Restore Tech podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, please text them to 831 244 or email staff at restoreconference.com.